Hey y'all, welcome back to Tailwagon True Crime. This is your host, Margaret Scott, and on today's episode, we are going to take a journey into Virginia's most horrific killer. Now, this is going to be a short pit stop journey because unfortunately, there is just not enough information out about this case. Um, However, Elton Manning Jackson was the man convicted And he was also known as the Hampton Roads Killer and the Norfolk Gay Killer. Uh, Just as a disclaimer, this podcast does contain content of a graphic nature. Um, We do describe quite a bit, and it may not be suitable for all listeners. So please, listener, be warned that there may be some triggering um, topics that we discuss on any and all podcasts I will try to say something before I get into that. However, listener, be warned. I hope you enjoy. This story takes place in Hampton Roads, Virginia. This is not to be confused with the Hamptons in New York. Um, For a little bit of background, Hampton Roads is a very large area composed of about 10 cities and 9 counties. Uh, It is mostly in Virginia, however, it also spreads into North Carolina's coastal regions. The Hampton Roads is is named for a body of water as well as a metropolitan area. The body of water that it serves is between Old Point Comfort and Seawells Point, where the bay flows into the Atlantic Ocean. Um, The body of water known as Hampton Roads is the world's largest natural harbors. Um, Even though Hampton Roads is the large area, we will mostly be focused in Suffolk and Chesapeake, Virginia for this crime. So So these crimes took place between 1987 and 1996. Some of the victims were known homosexual men, others were closeted, and some were drifters. Of the 12 victims, 10 showed signs of strangulation, but no struggle, and the blood tests were able to rule out any sort of date rape drugs. Uh, The other two were too decomposed to tell uh, what actually happened or ensued during this crime. So the vic- most of the victims had been drinking, some had been dr- doing drugs, and some had both alcohol and drugs in their system. Uh, so these weren't just random men that were being targeted. It was men that were uh, homosexuals, closeted or drifters, and were doing drugs or alcohol at the time. Uh, The victims in order were Charles Smith, who was found in 1987, Joseph Ray, who was found in 1988, Stacy Renew, 1989, John Ross, 1992, Billy Dixon, 1992, Reginald Joyner, 1993, Raymond Bostick, 1993, Robert Neal, 1993, Garland Taylor, 1994, Samuel Aloff, 1995, Jesse Spencer, 1996, and Andre Smith, 1996. 
Andre Smith is the one we're going to be focusing on because he is the one that Elton Manning Jackson was convicted for and was put away for. Um, he was a suspect in the rest, but because a lot of them were too decomposed, um, unfortunately, there was no large amount of evidence. It was just speculation, but they were able to get him for Andre Smith. So Andre Smith was found naked and dead on the shoulder of a dead-end road in July 1996. Authorities pointed to strangulation as the cause of death. Smith became the 12th victim of the Norfolk Gay Strangler, and the authorities uh, were still on the search for the strangler at this point. The police did a canvas of the neighborhood and had confronted Elton, asking about the man or if he had seen anything. Elton told police he didn't know the victim, but he had recognized him from TV reports. Uh, the police noticed right away that he was acting very strangely and appeared jittery and wouldn't make eye contact, which is typically very, very strange of anybody who is being questioned about uh, somebody who has been found dead. On May 6, 1997, Elton Manning Jackson was arrested on murder charges. DNA tests were able to confirm that Jackson and Smith had intercourse prior to Smith's death. So this was the first um, real good piece of evidence um, other than some witnesses. Um, it is thought that Elton Manning Jackson killed between 1 and 12 men by strangulation while he was only convicted of one, who is Andre, who's only convicted of one for murder. He was deemed by the FBI the best suspect for the other killers as it was done in the same or very similar manner. Um, a New York Times article quote, had a quote from Kirk Reed, the editor-in-chief of Our Own Community Press, a monthly gay newspaper in Norfolk, saying that if the victims of these crimes were white suburban teenagers uh, who were ch church-going folks, this thing would have been wrapped up a long time ago. Um, even though there had been eight bodies found, a serial killer task force had not been put into place until 1994, which was just two years prior to them actually finding a suspect that would fit it all, that fit everything. So in addition to the task force being put together in 1994, Three more people passed away before that task force actually did the work of finding who it was. This is thought to be enough to speak to the thought process of these murders at this time and the place. Um, it's unfortunate. The, the appeals case is the only case that's available that I could find. And the appeals case brings in um, two of Andre Smith's friends uh, that had said Andre spoke with them before he went over to Elton's house that night that he was going to swing by Elton's to pick up some money. Um, another reason why um, it is thought that this took so long to figure out is because 
experts that were studying the habits of serial killers also had appeared puzzled over the fact that the victims were both white and black. They weren't just one victim profile. Uh, The only thing they had in common was uh, that they were either drifters, homosexuals, or closeted homosexuals. And it appears that all of them seem to be into drugs of some sort, alcohol or hard drugs. Um, Seven of the victims were white and five of the victims were black. So that could have also played some into this case, too, because there wasn't just one single type of victim. According to some of the court documents, um, Jackson did have contact with some of the other victims. They had proof of this. Uh, Reginald Joyner's blood was found on, um, on the bed sheets, I believe it was as well as Smith's blood. Um, So finally, on August 21st, 1998, uh, Jackson was uh, found guilty of murdering uh, Andre Smith. Once he was convicted, I'm sure there was quite a bit of celebration within the community because they no longer had to worry about going out and possibly being strangled by this man um it's unfortunate though that it took nine years and and 12 victims before this person was caught before elton manning jackson was caught after he was caught and convicted there were no other lust stranglings of homosexual men um that were found so thankfully he was caught However, it's unfortunate that in Virginia it took that long before he was actually caught and convicted. And it was just one single man that if he had driven, you know, several more miles away, they may not have ever canvassed him or canvassed that neighborhood because he ended up like dumping him seems like really close to his house i mean they said it's a dead-end road and they canvassed the neighborhood and he happened to live in that neighborhood so the assumption is it was really close to his house and that probably was his downfall so that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you guys come back next week be sure to stay safe out there stay on guard know your surroundings And just be on the lookout for anybody or anything because unfortunately, this day and time, if somebody's following you, it's not always going to be for a very good reason. So just be vigilant, be on the lookout, know your surroundings. I hope you join me for next week's episode. I hope you guys be safe. Tailwagon True Crime is a production of Scott Co. Media, and these podcasts wouldn't be possible without the assistance of my sidekicks, Aston and Simba.